So of course, everyone knows the Peanuts Christmas special. What you may not have seen is the second Peanuts Christmas special, the lesser known, it's Christmas time again, Charlie Brown. And although it's not a classic, it has a scene that stuck in my mind. Peppermint Patty, ever bossy, and her friend Marcy are on their way to pageant rehearsal. And Peppermint Patty says, I'm gonna ask the teacher if I can be the Virgin Mary this year. To which the ever understated Marcy replied, she already asked me, sir. But not paying attention, Peppermint Patty goes on. I think I'll be great in the part. To which Marcy replies again, she asked me yesterday, sir. But still paying no attention, Peppermint Patty goes on. I really like the part where the angel Gabriel comes to talk to me. And Marcy replies, why would the angel Gabriel talk to you, sir? You never listen. <laughs> we are here tonight to listen, to listen to what God might be saying to us. We've come apart for a short time from the busyness this season can bring, from the frenzy of contemporary life. We've put down our phones for a few minutes, unless you are one of those worshiping online tonight who is using your phone to participate in the live stream, in which case, carry on. But we're here tonight to listen. And the fact is that God speaks to us in all kinds of ways. From the very beginning of creation, God has been speaking. God speaks to us through creation, through its beauty, through its diversity and complexity and wonder. God speaks to us in acts of love and kindness, in courageous stands against injustice, and in the smallest gesture of hospitality or compassion. And sometimes God speaks to us through words, especially for us as Christians, the words of Holy Scripture. The words of the prophets are ways that God speaks to us, demanding justice and mercy. But then there came a time when God spoke a new word. God spoke to us in a way we might not have expected, in the form of a person which is to say at first in the form of a baby, which is how all of us begin. He doesn't say much, the newborn Jesus. He lies in his manger bed, which is not to say that in the words of the carol we just sung, no crying he makes. I've never seen a real baby that made no crying. And if Jesus wasn't fully a real baby, then he wasn't fully a real human being. But Jesus is really one of us, really, all the way. 
not some kind of ethereal spirit person. He's human. He's not less human than you and I are. He's more so. God speaks a word to us that is Jesus to show us what it is really like to be fully human, all the way human, the way God created us to be. And he would get older and he would start having some words to say. Words like, love the Lord your God with all your heart and strength and love your neighbor as yourself. Words like, whoever is without sin, let them cast the first stone. Words like, forgive not seven times, but 70 times, seven times. Words like, whoever wants to be great among you must be a servant. Words like, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And words like, follow me. But he would also speak with his actions. Wherever he would go, sick people got healed. People who had been cast out of the community were restored as full members. Hungry people got fed. People who had lost their dignity got it back. It was as if just by his presence, everybody around him found themselves becoming a little bit more human too. Which is not to say that everyone enjoyed him. Because when he was around, he also had a way of showing up more clearly what was wrong in people's lives, what was hurtful, what was broken. When people were stuck in their own possessions or their own egos or stuck in oppressing others or in lies, and when Jesus was around, they couldn't ignore it as well as they usually could because he was the truth. And when he was around, he made the truth about people's hearts and lives stand out. Which, of course, is the first step toward healing. But not everyone was able to accept his invitation to turn around, to turn towards God and towards neighbor and to be healed. Because when God speaks a word of truth about our lives, there is a part of us that wants to silence that word. And so his journey would lead to the cross. But really, the cross is another word God speaks to us. A word about just how far God's love is willing to go. Really, the cross is of a peace with the manger. Jesus was rejected and died out of love for us, just as he was born in a stable out of love for us, to an unfamous couple, an unpowerful couple, forced to travel long and hard to a town where there was no room in the end. It's a word of humility. It's a word of gentleness, but tough gentleness. It's a word of love. 
and it can never stop speaking. When that word was killed, it rose again. And he offers us his own risen, immortal life to share. He offers it to us tonight, here. Jesus is God's word. Jesus is what God has to say to us. Not a word made of air from someone's vocal cords. Not a word scratched out with ink on a piece of paper or parchment. Not a word in an email or a text message. A word that is really a human life, which is the fullest and richest word that God could ever speak to us. This person of Jesus is what God wants to tell us about who God is and about who we are. And he is here tonight, alive and among us. Come to him. Come to the manger. Come to the cross. Come to the table. Come. Let us adore him. <laughs>